our average high temperatures are in the lower 30s, um, and then our low temperatures are in the upper teens. Uh, that's, uh, that's a typical average. An average snowfall for the winter season is about 44 inches in a year. Uh, for this year, uh, El Nino is going to be the big player, and so we're looking at a better-than-average chance of getting to the above-normal temperatures and below-normal precipitation. So is El Nino why it'll be warmer and less snowy than normal? That's the primary reason. Uh, there are some other climate uh, forcing that's going on, uh, but El Nino is going to be the main driver. And with a, a strong El Nino, uh, possibly one of the three strongest El Ninos on record, uh, that typically leads to much warmer than normal conditions and slightly drier than average. Uh, if, that, uh, if that holds up, I, I think at the very least we're going to be seeing a winter that's completely different than the last two winters. And, and uh, there's some potential that uh, this winter you'll be wondering if we're really in the same place on the same planet. <laughs> Now, in layman's terms, what is El Nino, and how, is, how does it affect our weather? Well, what El Nino is is the warming of the waters off of, the south, off of South America in the Pacific Ocean. And the Pacific Ocean is very large, and when it warms above average, that's a tremendous amount of heat that can be uh, transitioned into the atmosphere. Uh, just because of the size and the amount of heat content that's in the ocean, it then transfers into the uh, into the uh, atmosphere, and it changes the atmospheric patterns uh, really across the globe. Uh, so this is something that happens uh, every two to seven years. We get El Nino. Some of them are weaker, and others, like this one this year, uh, get into the strong or very strong category. Now, uh, we may also hear the phrase polar vortex uh, this winter, but uh, it doesn't necessarily mean what people might think it means. Uh, it, it actually, uh, if I read this report right, uh, will contribute to our warming. Well, the key thing to remember is there's always a polar vortex. Uh, around both poles, there's a, a general area of low pressure, and this is that polar vortex. In the summertime, it gets weaker than in, in the uh, wintertime. And then during the winter, that polar vortex can take on different characteristics. Uh, it's not necessarily intuitive, but the stronger the polar vortex is, the more locked it is over the North Pole. And so a weaker polar vortex actually leads to colder air masses for us because if it's weaker, it's able to be pushed around and it can be pushed down uh, from the poles towards the Great Lakes. So with a strong El Nino, that tends to lead to a stronger polar vortex, which keeps it more locked around the North Pole. Not to say that we're not going to have one or two periods of cold air. Uh, we would expect to see some um, polar outbreaks, just not as many or as strong as we've seen in the past two winters. 